Have you ever found yourself confused about the current state of the MCU or whatever the hell is happening with the DC universe? Do you often have no idea what the hell the difference is between craft beer and that butt ice stuff at the gas station? Well, then look no further. We present to you Hops Geek News. We're yet another geek and beer podcast in an already oversaturated market. All right, all right. We drink and we pretend we know things. More often than not, we don't really know things, but we do talk some really great topics and we most definitely can drink. We'll deliver you news and then dive into any random topic you might have never knew you actually were passionate about. With lots of fun facts about beer. And from Marvel to DC and Star Wars, and to why Die Hard is most definitely a Christmas movie. Which it is. Basically anything that our spouses are sick of hearing us talk about. Join us on YouTube or anywhere you listen to podcasts. New episodes weekly. Just search Hops News. For Nerds by Nerds Production. Justice League half of our Justice League versus Godzilla and Kong month, and we are going to watch the original cut of the Justice League from 2017 and try to try to keep it together. <laughs> uh, but I'm not alone today. I'm I'm joined by Martin and Nick from the F and Nerds podcast. How how we doing, boys? How doing we doing? Good. Thank you for coming on to uh, just pile on shit on top of this movie. <laughs> Well, it's funny because we've been talking about doing a collab for a while now, and it was like, oh, let's do Justice League. It'd be perfect. Yeah. yeah. It, <laughs> I mean, it's not perfect. Yeah. I, no. was about to, I was about to say, perfect is one way of putting it. I don't know about that. But. This episode will be great, but this movie mm. is uh, this is something. It's special. But this is a very long movie, so we will just start the movie and then we'll talk about your show and everything else as we get into there's lots of down parts in this movie thank god so <laughs> the way that we can just talk about anything like we don't have to stick strictly to the movie on this one uh we also have a segment called the best of the bad which i usually save for the end of the show but since this movie is so long i'm just gonna pepper in shitty one-star reviews actually mm-hmm. i'll let you boys pick because we usually do we do one-star reviews for good movies we do 10-star reviews for bad movies Ooh. But technically, wow. this is a bad movie. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Should we should we read reviews of people that think this movie is phenomenal? <laughs> like well, fresh reviews on Rotten Tomatoes? I read them off IMDb, so it's like gotcha. user reviews. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Well, I will tell you I will tell you that we have I know we have a buddy of ours who one time we were just talking about this movie just, you know, nonchalantly. And I know he just drops his bomb on me. He goes, Justice League was a masterpiece. And I was like, oh. wait, what? Like, I was gonna, yeah, I was completely thrown off by it, and like the, I think the like the next five minutes of the conversation, I was, just, I, I, I completely zoned out because I was just so taken by that. It was like, no, I'm done. Oh, yeah. And then when you came back, you had his blood all over your fists, and he was like, I don't even. On the floor. Yeah, I don't even know where I. I think I woke up like back in my room, pretty much. <laughs> all right, so we are. All watching this on separate things. I'm watching this on DVD. You boys are watching this on HBO Max. Yep. Um, we are paused on the black screen right at the beginning of the film. So we will count to three, and then we will all hit play at the same time. Okay. One, two, 
three, play. Oh boy. The Warner Brothers logo. I always expect that to be green now because of the Matrix. I know, right? <laughs> so what, let's let's talk about this in in broad terms before we actually start dissecting it, because it is still it's competent enough of a movie to be a movie. It isn't like a, a you know shitty movie where there's just like huge gaps and they didn't finish production and shit like that. What would you say broad strokes here is the are the big main issues with this film oh well i mean i think for starters is this opening scene (laughs) yeah (laughs) for starters and this i forgot about this god dude like this is how you start your movie face uh you know it's really funny to me because my brother um I was watching this with my brother, and my brother is not, like, really into movie news like the guy I am, so he wasn't too familiar with the whole, like, CG mustache situation part of it. So we were watching this, and, like, as we're, as like right around now, as we're getting into the scene, he just goes, what is with his face? <laughs> <laughs> it, I tried to, like, convince myself that it wasn't noticeable. But holy shit, I think I did. It's bad. It is bad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's really bad. I saw someone, uh, they added a beard instead of taking off his mustache, and it worked so much better. (laughs) And their whole comment on their picture was, why the fuck didn't they just add a beard? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you could have. It would have worked. Yeah, if you think about like like Poth post-death Superman when he comes back with the mullet and the scruff they probably could have they probably could have pulled something off easily could have done that a Zack Snyder film and it is also weird you I mean you you're you're a movie production company you're a movie studio you can clearly see that that ain't the greatest CG in the world why would you allow your film to open on it shoved right up in the camera (laughs) like here it is folks oh dude i think about that a lot just like in general like i feel like a lot of like bad movies i'm just like who as a production studio who sits down and thinks himself like yeah we can let this we can put this out there yeah exactly you know like but i mean i don't know if you saw the report that came out recently about how essentially when the all the producers and executives watch this back they were all like, yeah, this is shit. Yeah. Like, they all knew they did not have a good movie Like, on it's funny hands. because in that article, the quote is literally like, we watched this and nobody wanted to admit how much of a piece of shit this was. Yeah. That happens like, a lot. There was a documentary about uh, George Lucas and they were showing scenes, uh, like, behind the scenes production of uh, them watching the, like, finished cut of The Phantom Menace for the first time. Mm-hmm. And like the movie ends and everybody in the room is silent and nobody starts <laughs> clapping till like George Lucas starts clapping. And then they're like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's great, George. <laughs> um, see, like, I actually I actually think this scene could be done good, but it's just like. Like, I think there is some sort of um, you could make something good out of this whole situation of like Batman, you know, capturing the pair demons, all this stuff. But it's just like. It's clunky. It's goofy. it's clunky. It's weird. Obviously, the um, 
like something we talk about is the color grading because they obviously like recolored this film to make it more marvelous, so to speak. But uh, and you can tell like it's it's it just looks off. Yeah, I really did. I liked this scene in the theaters until the parademon shows up. Like, I really thought it was a cool, like, Batman scene, him fighting the burglar and stuff. Yeah, and just kind of chilling there on top of the uh, gargoyle. Like, it's very, like, you know, it's your classic OG Batman just lurking, stalking. But it's like, the the second he starts moving around, and you notice, like, the, the composition's off, and you notice the color grading, you're like, you can't help but just be distracted by it. And it just throws you off so many times. I wonder if it's just Warner Brothers though, because a lot of their movies, like their their CGI and stuff, is not really up to snuff. Like yeah, a it is lot strange. Of, a I, lot think, of I think they mostly use Weta. I think it's who they, right, Nick. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. I think I think it's mostly Weta. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the company that uses Lord of the Rings and which obviously is one is like New Line. So yeah, so I think that's kind of their main go to. But I don't know what it is, and like ever since. I guess like shortly after when the Dark Knight Rises came out, Warner Brothers had like a change in terms of their CEO and a lot of people that were running the show. And that's from like 2013 and on. I just feel like all their movies have just had some sort of issues going forward. And for whatever reason, like the DCU has just taken like the brunt of all those problems. Yeah. Yeah. Like look at The Hobbit. Like The Hobbit looks awful. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like that glossy, very like, um, like, oddly saturated type of visual effects, which um which actually I mean I know Zack Snyder loves those types of those types of effects. Like his his um his shots are, are glossy as fuck, as Nick and I like to say. Yeah. But um but yeah it's almost like they use like similar templates for their films, you know? Right. It's like they, they like apply the same filters and, and things like that. I actually just read something really interesting about the scene. How Which apparently, one, this one? Yeah, apparently when Lois is at the uh, memorial, apparently someone there's like a big fight that breaks out. Oh, really? Yeah, I just I just saw it like this morning. So interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's going to be my my big thing watching the you know when when the new Justice League comes out is just the all the differences and just seeing like what they did in this movie compared to what they actually had. Yeah, it is a little a little not to Smallville. I mean, to uh, Superman and Lois. Oh, yeah. Have you watched it yet, Josh? Yeah. Superman and Lois? No, I have, I've seen lots of clips, and I'm like, this actually looks better than I thought it would look. It's it's solid. It's pretty yeah. solid. Yeah. Definitely enjoyed it. Uh, the only thing I've seen of his Superman is from the crossover, like the uh, mm-hmm. Crisis crossover that they did. Yeah. And I was I was not a fan. And my my co-host was like, oh, you got to see Superman in this Superman and Lois show. They got him all jacked up now. And I saw the clip and I'm like, that is like a rubber muscle suit. He looks like Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all definitely rubber muscle. Yeah, but, yeah, he does a, sure. but he does a good job really like kind of portraying the character. We uh, we actually really enjoyed the the pilot. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. And this is oh, this is funny. So I don't know if you know the the reason behind that, but the I tried was supposed to be a not Joss Whedon trying to save the movie. Which is kind of <laughs> yeah. stupid. Well, you failed, sir. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you, well, so you're not- telling me the movie's so bad that you just tried your best to save it or you tried to make the best out of the situation? Regardless, like, fuck you. Well, I mean, you know what it is, though, is, is going back to what you are saying before, Josh, about, like, the, the major 
problem with this movie. And one of them was that, like, you know, if Warner Brothers was watching this and they're like, yeah, we don't like what Snyder's doing, so we're going to get him off the project and hire somebody else, then they should have delayed the movie a full year to redo it instead of rushing the the three-month reshoots and still trying to make their release date because as a report came out around that time, the executives wanted their bonuses. And if they, if justly didn't come out when it did, they wouldn't have gotten their bonuses as some sort of like meeting, like a quarterly quota or some bullshit. But yeah, it was just done for money. So this movie's a product of just greed, you know? Yeah, well, yeah, and it, it is very odd because they clearly have no problem pushing back movies like Batman and Superman got pushed back. Right. And clearly you were entrusting this entire franchise to Zack Snyder. So if he has to leave for a family tragedy, like you definitely postpone because you're banking everything being on what he says and does and his, his vision. Right. I do feel that wonder woman is the best part of this movie though. I just think she's, um, She's just become such like a beloved character at this point. So like you just you're just happy whenever she's online. Yeah, no, it's she, true. It's like she's she's that sort of like little sense of hope, you know, because she's done because Gaga Dot has done and like they've done such a good job of kind of establishing this this portrayal of this character. So whenever she's on there, you're just like, okay, like I'm a little happier now. Yeah, well, it's ne- it's never an issue that she is very easy on the eyes as well. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. That too. <laughs> We did uh, we did she's all that a few weeks ago for Valentine's Day. I love that Day. movie. <laughs> yes, and I just kept every time she was on the screen, I just kept freaking out and being like, "Oh my god, she's so ugly! Like, look at this disgusting bitch! Like, no one would ever love her, and she's like the hottest woman in the world." Wait, she's all that? Yeah. Well, no, he's the, like like that was the thing too, man. Like all those all those romantic yeah, like she wears like, glasses teen comedies. She's ugly. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like. Yeah, so she all max. She's ugly. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's like we took her hair out of a ponytail and took her glasses off, and now she's a supermodel. And we just <laughs> cut her hair short. Yeah. <laughs> my, I think my my biggest issue with the Snyder cut isn't even really if it's good. It's more of how much of this is bullshit. Like clearly. A great deal of it with the fact that it's going to be four hours long. Like, you are definitely adding in either A, a lot of stuff that you've just made up in hindsight, or B, a lot of stuff that you had planned for the sequel because this was originally supposed to be a two-parter. Well, I mean, the the whole hindsight issue, there's, there's not that much. He did say that he obviously added one scene with the Joker. Because that's something that he wanted to add, uh, because he just felt that since both Suicide Squad and this kind of failed, he figured that we were never going to see this Batman and that Joker ever meet. So he essentially didn't make that scene. Other than that, he like fine tuned some stuff and Probably he was like able to some visual effects. And yeah, everything. we did some visual effects. For example, like the the black suit, we were that was not going to happen. The black suit Superman that he made it clear that. Um, like no matter what he like, he tried to push for the black suit, but the studio was very against it. So he like essentially laid these little Easter eggs down, so he can potentially rechange the color down the road. And long and behold, that's what ended up happening. So, um, 
So, like, I know a lot of people were saying, like, oh, we were going to get the black suit. Like, this was going to happen. Like, no, it wasn't. Like, it, that that black suit right. was never going to happen. But um, but in terms of, like, shooting a whole a lot, like, he really didn't shoot that much. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's he's been saying all along that, like, most of what we're getting – he did shoot in 2016 and, and that's not totally uncommon for uh, when a director's making these big blockbuster movies to shoot like more than they actually need. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times whenever there's like an assembly cut, you know, the, when the first time the director and the editor put their first cut together, it's every single bit of footage they shot and it's always ridiculously long. And then they just kind of, you know, chop it down, chop it down, chop it down to fine tune it. So him putting out a four hour cut doesn't really surprise me, especially with him, man. He just, he just makes long movies between, you know, Batman versus Superman and, and Watchmen, which is like a, you know, the, I think the longest director's cut on that's like four and a half hours. So yeah, I mean, I, I kind of, I kind of buy that. Like what we're getting, he shot everything in like 2016. Yeah. It's mostly post-production and then like just a couple minutes of actual new footage. But the, but the thing is, we're we're talking about on your show that uh, like he, he originally wanted it to be three hours. And then the studio wanted him to make it two, and then they settled on two and a half. Yeah, I think it was like he said that he wanted. He's like, oh, he delivered a three-hour cut, and then he planned for like a director, a three and a half-hour director's cut for like the Blu-ray. And he showed it to the studio, and they're like, no, we want two hours. <laughs> it's like, well, I don't know how you could really cut down that story to two hours, but now nah, we're getting it here. That's what I'm saying, honestly. Like, it probably would have been a mess. Because I That's, mean, Zack Snyder is not is not known for good editing and pacing. So if he had to cut down his four hour movie to two, it probably you know, I'm just gonna say it was pro- it probably would have been bad. Yeah, that seems to be like a trend with Warner Brothers. Like we're gonna make three movies and then like the last one will be the shortest one because now Godzilla and Kong's coming out. And that movie is going to be shorter than any of the other ones. <laughs> oh, bro, we're so we're so bummed that it's not like like we were expecting like it's got to be at least two and a half hours, you know, to do all the stuff that we think it, it's going to do. And it, and like we get we're getting it, it's like the shortest one out of all the movies. And it's it's like, oh, all right, what's going on here? Yeah, I mean, I literally just recorded Godzilla before we started recording this. Oh, and, nice. Uh, I thought I swore that movie was like two and a half hours, but it's only two hours and three minutes, and that movie seems extremely long. Yeah. So I mean, I'm sure they can do a lot. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of the scenes that bothered the fuck out of me. So he literally, you're telling me he literally grew that beard just to go <laughs> see Aquaman. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna wait three weeks. I'm gonna let this fucker grow out a bit, and then we're gonna go up to Alaska or wherever the fuck they went. <laughs> Well, apparently he was out for a while, like, uh, uh, essentially searching for him. But this is also a reshoot, too. Yeah, yes. like, so so the, so the part where he's shaving is Snyder, and then everything else, I think, is Whedon, which is yeah. crazy. Like, because you can always tell, especially because, like, unfortunately for Affleck, when he came back for reshoots, that was when he was really going through, like, a lot of, like, his, his alcoholism. So he looks more bloated in some of these reshoots. And you could clearly tell he's wearing a wig. His face is a little fuller. Yeah, like the scene we'll get to later where he's uh, Wonder Woman's putting his shoulder back in a place that is that whole Bro, that's thing our favorite is scene. Oh god, that's our favorite scene. <laughs> reshoots. He looks awful. Yeah. It's also we just watched an entire scene of Batman talking to Aquaman, and that scene's definitely meant to be here because it was in the trailer originally. Right, and it was, but you can tell like those shots of um. 
like the background shot and like the saturation on Aquaman's face on certain. Yeah, not dialogue. when they're outside. <laughs> yeah, you can yeah. definitely tell. Yeah. I, I think part of, like part of that when he's like, um, "Yeah, your mind, Bruce Wayne." Like that part, like that's definitely Snyder's. But yeah. um, but certain shots and stuff, just like the whole shit about the ice cap, that's clearly all Whedon. Well, and he he talks openly to Bruce Wayne about him being Batman in front of about 30 people that definitely understand English. Yeah, no. <laughs> You just outed one of the most famous people in the entire world <laughs> as a superhero. We, uh, me and Chris from the Geek Peak podcast, we did Batman versus Superman. Oh, yeah. And- How'd that go? As much as people hate this movie, like I, there are so many flaws and and just like logical mistakes in that movie that it, I, like, how do you do you guys like that movie? Uh, I, so I I, I do. <laughs> Martin doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> I've always broken it down to like the parts I like, I love, but the parts I don't like, I fucking hate with a passion. Uh, yeah, I'm, just, I'm somewhat in that camp. Similarly, yeah. The entire movie is just like, you figure it out. You figure it out. Like, why do they hate each other? You figure it out. Why do they, like, has Batman been Batman before? You figure it out. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, there's so many things like that where that could all be, like, fixed with just simple. Simple lines of dialogue or certain Yeah, simple scenes. lines I mean, of dialogue. Yeah, I mean, like, even though, like, I, I do like Batman versus Superman, there's, like, I feel like that movie needs like one or two extra scenes just to flesh some things out. Like the fact that we never got a full blown like battle of ideologies between Batman and Superman, like them just talking to each other before they fight. I thought that was such a missed opportunity. Like them, like in costume, like even when they're on fucking his car, like when they first meet, they say like two lines of dialogue and that's it. If they actually had like a legit like argument between like what they believe in, I feel like that would have helped the movie so much more. And I it feel should like, have been about, it should have been about just that, but instead right. they decided to get. It's like you said they they try to get very complex and smart and and very cute with like a they try to be a smart script. And I don't know if you remember this, but like back in time, uh, they were talking about how like they didn't want to be like the cheesy, dumb, formulaic Marvel movie. So they wanted to be like really smart, and they made jokes about how like the Marvel fan is not going to understand it. And I just think it should have just been simple. It should have just been a simple story about, you know, Superman and Batman's ideologies conflicting, like Nick said, and focus on that and rather than having this bullshit with, like, metal and bullet and having Lewis in there, which doesn't make any sense. And, like, just, yeah, I'm with you. Part Parts of the movie that I hate, like, I hate. Like, there's a lot of that shit that, I'm just, like, that just dry, like, drives me nuts. Yeah, I think I think you guys will like that episode because there are like not only do we talk about like those things like why they're wrong, I give very simple explanations to like you could do this and it's a thousand percent better. Like I've been sitting on this yeah. shit for years of just like even just the opening scene. Why is he rushing to Wayne Enterprises to save some guy named Jack? who is for some reason so stupid that he needs to wait for Bruce Wayne to call to tell him to evacuate the building. Well, I agree with that part, but I do like, you know, he doesn't have parents. So, I mean, I believe that, you know, there is some sort of father figure out there, but I, but I do, but I'm with you. It's like, it's just that line of dialogue. That's just like, that's just dumb. 
like why are you like you should be getting out of there like why i can't remember what it says but he like calls and he's like he's like tells me he's like jack i want you to get everyone out of there now yeah. it's like uh you should have been doing that from the beginning bro like i don't know why you're waiting for like it's like but yeah but it's like you said just a simple line like jack talk to me how are we doing and then he's like good we got the top floors like evacuated we're working our way down you know something like that Rather than like just the way it was written and came off was just like strange too at times. Yeah. Well, why not make it like he's retired from being Batman and he was meeting Selena Kyle at Wayne Enterprises or just any love it? Like, why not make it his girlfriend or his fiance or something? That way, when she dies, you have a reason for Batman to really hate Superman. <laughs> Not just yeah. all my employees in a company that I barely work in died. <laughs> like, well, really... I, mean, I well, actually no. do. I do buy into the whole notion of like you know he lost his employees. He feels responsible because that's just the type of character that Batman is. He's very like you know paranoid. He's meant. He's like he's like mentally he's not all there. So I do buy this whole notion of like hey like I need to get back. Make sure my employees are good. Like you said, he's been if he has been retired. Like, like he essentially has been in the movie, then he has put a bit of more focus into Wayne Enterprises. And that's kind of presented in the movie because he's there, like the part when he gets all the checks from from Lex Luthor. So I actually do buy that whole, I think yeah, like that could have worked too if he was meeting like his fiance or lover or something at Wayne Enterprises. But I think like, you know, the whole notion of, um, of making himself feel responsible because he lost a lot of his people, a lot of people that he's responsible for, I can buy him into that, like sort of starting to trigger the uh, the hatred towards Superman. But you know, there's it's not really properly fleshed out as the movie goes well, on. He's also Bruce Wayne's a logical man and a genius. He should yeah, very also simply be able to tell, like, oh, this isn't <laughs> Superman's fault. He's fighting. No, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That's where. <laughs> no, but the alien from outer space is there because of Superman. So that's what it, like he's he is logical and he's smart he's a genius but he's also very fucked up so like like he just sees it as like look you brought this fight here and the fight that you brought here killed all these people so I'm gonna go ahead and and stop you that's why he makes that he has that dialogue of like you know if there's a one percent chance like that he could be bad just that one percent chance then I gotta like take him out so. Well, and, well, I also think too the biggest issue with BVS is that we go. It's and it's like you said too, Josh. Like you just go in there and you just have to assume a lot of things. Like BVS is like the third or fourth movie we should have gotten in the DCEU. We should have gotten another Man of Steel, and then you probably should have gotten a solo Batman movie just to set up these characters and to set up exactly who they are and where they're established, like in this universe. But the fact that we're just jumping ahead to this to this moment where we have to just assume. A, a lot of stuff going into the movie. I think that that's probably one of its biggest flaws. I mean, they figure out each other's identities with no scene telling you how or why. Oh, well, that's actually something that pissed me off when he goes like, who is that? Like, you don't know who Bruce Wayne is. Yeah. You and don't know who you... one of the most famous and richest people in the world is in a yeah, city. Right. That is right across a river from you. <laughs> like, right. Right. Make any sense. And then like, Superman knows that Batman is Clark, is Bruce Wayne for no reason. <laughs> like doesn't doesn't make any sense. Like well, they, I, I think he knows. Um, wait, say it again. I'm sorry. 
Like he doesn't he doesn't know. Like at the end when they start fighting, he just shows up and it's like Bruce, we can't do this. I need your help. And he's like, no. Like, but there's no scene where he's like, holy shit, that's Batman. Like I feel like the scene where he does go, who is that guy? Was originally meant to come after a scene where he had interaction with Batman and like see through saw through his mask and didn't know who he was. But again, that goes back to why does he not know who Bruce Wayne is? You're an investigative journalist. Well, I mean, yeah, for for starters, it goes to show what a shitty journalist he is. But (laughs) it's it's the whole notion. But he hears it. He's got the hearing, so he hears the um, Alfred's voice. Oh yeah, so the, it's, it's when they're at the party. Uh, but actually, yeah. wait, but, but, but wait, Josh. Um, when you watched it for for Geek Peak Pod, have you seen the ultimate cut or was it just the theatrical? Uh, we watched the theatrical because I didn't want three hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't blame you, but yeah, I think the because um, I know in the ultimate cut, there's a scene where Clark Kent actually goes to Gotham and is investigating the Batman, and then I even think. I mean, I don't know, Martin, you correct me if I'm wrong. There's a scene at the Daily Planet. I think it's when Clark gets all the photos. I think he's also looking up like articles of the Batman as well. He is. And it's um he um that's when he meets that one guy and the guy tells him like, oh, he's like he's scarier now. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, so he's so it's ruthless. yeah, that's what I mean. Like in the ultimate cut, there's at least a little bit more of Clark Kent doing investigation into the Batman. And yeah, I think at like that that party where it's like him and Lex and. He hears Bruce talking to Alfred, so I guess he just kind of puts two and two together. It's not concrete. It's a bit of a leap, but mm-hmm. I guess you just have to assume that. Yeah. I just feel like they did it so much better in the crossover for our, uh, the cartoon from the, ni- the 90s and 2000s. Oh, yeah. The uh, yeah, World's, World's Finest. Finest. Yeah. Yeah, it's so yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah, it's well, like, that well, that was very, it's very cartoony. Like, for, I from what I recall, Batman when they first meet and they have that fight in the bar, Batman straight up throws Superman. And I'm like, look, dude, you're not gonna throw Superman. <laughs> but <laughs> well, I think isn't but, there? There's Kryptonite in there, isn't there? There's like a sliver. No, not not till not till afterwards. He like whips it out, but he like throws Superman. Superman comes back and he uses the X-ray vision. He sees the uh, he sees Bruce Wayne, and then Bruce bugs him. Bruce bugs his cape. So then, like yeah. when Superman goes back, he like finds out who he is. So it is like it is fun and clever, but um, I mean it's all hypotheticals, you know. Like it, I I I agree. I think it should have. I think there should have been more of um. They try to take a big step forward with with everything for a bunch of different reasons, and I think since I think that was since they made that choice, it's just been it's been hurting them nonstop. Yeah. Like they, they just keep they keep trying to move forward, but instead they're just constantly moving backwards because because they try to take a such a big jump that there there's just so much that they're that they're trying to like fill in and so much they're trying to establish. They still don't like eight years later, and they still don't have like a real tone of the of just like the the DCEU films like Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Birds of Prey. Like this world is still all over the place. There's no like creative like overlooking vision or storylines. And it's it's a mess, man. Like I can rant on about this shit for hours. Yeah. <laughs> and we have. I have. Yeah. <laughs> we all have. <laughs> like what uh what are your thoughts on Aquaman? I I actually liked Aquaman. Oh, I loved Aquaman. Was, I love Aquaman. Yeah, it's 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 definitely like it's definitely cheesy and and a little bit cartoony. And I think like that first act is a little messy because I feel like when uh, Warner Brothers was sort of course correcting these movies after BVS, 
like Aquaman kind of got hit a little bit, but that third act, man, is so fucking fun. It's so over the top. It's so bonkers. Like the whole underwater thing. It's it's just great, man. I think Aquaman's such a fun time to watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, they literally put in a scene of him riding a fucking seahorse, and yeah. it wasn't <laughs> ridiculous. It's no, it like, worked. That's a fucking win right there. Yeah, <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, and I love but, uh, the, the I whole love, story love- here is just convoluted and nothing like. They and I don't even know how they'll fix that in the Snyder cut because I feel like that's going to stay. Is that they're coming to Earth to get these mother boxes because Superman's dead? Mm-hmm. But these things right. have been on Earth for that like long before Superman was here. Why didn't you get it before he ever arrived? That's actually a good point. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how they're going to to describe it. Oh, by the way, this is probably like the worst scene. This is in the this movie. worst scene. <laughs> Like was one of, I don't this is one of my most hated scenes in all of film. I hate the, I hate the scene so Lock in much. Lois just chatting it up. Yeah. Just the dumbest stupid dialogue that the they dialogue give. The dialogue is bad. The stupid fucking clown who comes in who's probably like a nice person in real life, but I hate him <laughs> from this scene alone. Like he ruins his chances in Hollywood after this scene. <laughs> you think like oh, I'm going to be on Justice League? I made it big. Wait, no, this fucking clown. Yeah, this is the worst. <laughs> Look at that face. Oh, no, man, this, Amy Adams' wig this, is so bad. It's this dialogue right here. That oh, it's a she. At least Diane Lane is acting normal. It was very like glaring in Man of Steel. She acts like normal, nice Diane Lane every time she talks to Clark. But anytime they show her talk to anyone else, they have her act like the biggest piece of like redneck white trash. <laughs> like the fucking Kryptonians show that. up and she's like, "What are y'all doing on my lawn?" and like spitting tobacco and shit. And it's like <laughs> here she just looks like a classy like middle aged lady. <laughs> Except they give her stupid dialogue. Yeah, that's the only thing, man. The dialogue in this is horrendous. I wish she was angry in this movie and is like, if you didn't throw that fucking spear in the water, my son would still be alive. (laughs) (laughs) I do hate when they kind of just kind of horseshoe fucking characters in there. Like, they're the only reason for her to throw that in that, like... Tunnel oh, totally. of water that was in an ap- oh, abandoned yeah. apartment she, building yeah. for no reason. No, we was, said like that's a you have lo- you have Amy Adams on payroll, so you got to figure out a way to put her into the story. So essentially, they had her track down the the bullet, the metal bullet. So well, you that's, well, that's that, that's also the ultimate cut. So I don't know if uh, no, that's in it too. Because remember, oh, that's true. That's true. That yeah. is in it too. Yeah, yeah, it's just more established than the other. Yeah. One. So they they essentially have two people investigating likes, which right off the bat is dumb. Because you have Bat like chasing him down, trying to get the kryptonite, trying to figure out who he is. Same thing with Lois. And then it was just like, it, it, that's what I'm saying. It, it's it's just a movie that just should have been simple. Just flat it's a very, yeah, very dumb and convoluted storyline. Yeah, it should have been a very simple, you know, like, oh, like by the whole notion that Batman's back, that, you know, he's a little more ruthless, so to speak, a little bit more merciless. And he blames this alien for a bunch of shit and a bunch of deaths. So, you know, that's that's right there. That's why he hates him. Superman's like, look, you're not above the law. So you need to like step the fuck down being the boy scout that he is. And then you just right there, you have your, 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 your conflicts and just build them up and have them fight and call it a day. But instead, they try to... Uh, do a whole bunch of other shit. To do a lot, yeah. I mean, that's also my, my biggest issue is uh, 
is at the end of BVS when you have just Amy Adams like running around that during that whole fight. It's like she should not be anywhere near what is happening right now. No, and instead you have Batman hiding behind a rock. Yeah. Like why yeah. isn't Batman doing this shit? Well, he does you know? that. He does that a lot in this movie too. Like he doesn't really. Like I often, I, I was wondering the other day. Like, is is Batman the issue with this movie? Like, is it just hard to see him with all these like super powerful characters in real well, life? Like, well, I mean, maybe that's cartoon stuff in the blow a little. I think I think that's that's kind of what I'm hoping the Snyder Cut does. Is it gives Batman more of a like like he like he shows that he's more of a force when it comes to like him being a part of the league. You know, because it's also about him building all this stuff and the vehicles and the gadgets and all this other shit. So I hope that there's more of that. He's the Tony in, Stark. In the Snyder Cut. Yeah, he's the Tony Stark of the DC. So, yeah, I just love how like no one has a problem with him. Like everyone has a problem with him killing people. Right. But nobody has a problem with him killing parademons, which are like they're still sentient creatures. Like no one has a problem with Batman ever killing an alien. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't care about that. He can kill aliens all he wants. I do have a problem <laughs> with him killing. It's not that necessarily that I have a problem with him killing people. I just, I didn't like how it was just so like, so blunt. And it was like very like, he's just straight up just like blowing people up in cars. And I was just like, I was like, holy shit. I was like, okay. Yeah, so well, it's another little... glaring plot hole when Alfred is like visibly angry at him for, for uh, branding people. And is like that's cruel. Like, what is wrong with you? But then he's fucking blowing people up, and Alfred's just like, "Oh, great job, Master Bruce." <laughs> I'm excited to see this. Yeah, this whole scene more fleshed yeah. out. Yeah, I'm excited to see like the actual because from what from what we read, it was like a 20 minute scene. It's like a big epic 20 minute Lord of the Rings type of scene. So yeah, I'm excited to see it. Hopefully, it looks better. <laughs> I think yeah. it should man i mean they definitely oversaturated this with like they added like the red in and yeah that's what i'm saying it's all the stupid color grading the color grading is so bad because zach has a very distinctive style um with how he shoots and stuff because he he knows that like he's gonna edit something a certain way after he shoots it he loves like the very dark gray smoky glossy type of type of picture so when you when so when he preps for that and then you change it to make it more like colorful and like Marvel. It just looks wrong, right? Because it wasn't meant for that. Exactly. It's the same for like photography. Like if you do photography, it's it's the same way. Like you're gonna shoot something a certain way, and you know how you're gonna edit it. If you're gonna go ahead and edit a complete different way, it's gonna look weird. Right. Weird, bro. <laughs> I did like they threw in Green Lanterns and stuff. Into oh this hell scene. yeah! That was yeah, a little, man. that was a little fun moment. Who are the? Who's the? The is that supposed to be like an older version, like a uh, a Shazam from a different time? The one throwing lightning around? No, I no, that was I, Hercules or Zeus. Or Zeus, yeah, yeah, it, it was. was Zeus. It was the gods. Yeah. Everyone's yeah, like, that's... we'll keep this under the ocean in Atlantis. The humans are like, you know, buried <laughs> under about three feet of dirt. <laughs> no one will find you it. You guys could have gone a little deeper. I don't. I, one of my biggest issues when seeing Snyder cut footage is Cyborg ain't looking any better. <laughs> and yeah, I'm not f- a big fan of. Um, yeah, I think it's a part of his design too. You know, it's just, it's just. I think it's just too much. 
I think well, I think yeah. it's a part of this bad CGI that they have, like which is odd because yeah. you hear like what his name and you always think like it's a great company, but it's like he doesn't look real at all. <laughs> like he yeah. looks like shit. He looked like shit from the first trailer to now. Like and that's like five years difference. Yeah, I don't know what it is, man. Because like like Weta can do. Like if you look at like like the whole like the 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 Planet of the Apes movies, this is you so know, like that, that that looks fantastic. Yeah. So, so I don't know like where this gets like lost. It's a design, bro. That's what it yeah. is. Like they design some weird, super extra, highly detailed, like, and that's because it's supposed to be in line with like the mother box technology and it's supposed to be in line with like apocalypse stuff. Right. And I just um, feel like the the graphics don't look done. Like, I don't have a problem with his design. I just feel like they didn't finish making it look real enough. Yeah, well, like no, but what I'm saying is, like, there's, there's so many little pieces in there, and the way they do it, which we were talking about, like, very glossy and stuff, it, it just looks like like a, like a jambalaya of stuff. Same thing with, like, Steppenwolf. The Steppenwolf design now, it's, like, all – it's got all these things. It's very spiky. It's all a bunch of, like, highly detailed bunch of shit and – it's a little. It's a little. It's more in line with like more in line with cyborg, but um, but it still looks a little weird. What are you guys' thoughts on the Flash here? I definitely like the way he looks better in this than he looked in those scenes from BVS with his little ponytail and his his yeah. uh, five o'clock shadow goatee. Yeah, I don't mind Ezra as Flash. He's okay. Yeah, I mean, like I need, I need to see. Like that's the thing, man. All all these characters are getting. I think they're going to be just different in, in the Snyder Cut, especially for, for Ezra, because I think they played up Barry Allen to be too much like a goofball and like not knowing like how to handle himself. And I think I feel like I've read something and we're in the Snyder Cut. Like he's definitely more like in tune to his powers. Like the whole push people and run away thing is, is a Whedon thing. Like that's not a Snyder thing. So I, I do want to see how they redo his character a little bit. Well, yeah, yeah but it was odd for all kind of seeing him as a coward. Yeah. We're coming up with to the very first like a really glaring uh reshoot. Yeah. I think that's also like that is the problem of trying to make these movies backwards. Oh boy, look at trying that. to make a movie with no setup <laughs> to these characters beforehand. Which just so different. Yeah. Like hair's different, the skin's different, like everything is just different. Well, bro, like, I told you they literally yanked him off of the Fantastic like, Beast. You don't expect people to notice that. Like, come on. He's also like definitely like lost weight too, because I think in the fan- I haven't seen the Fantastic Beast movie, but he's definitely like yeah, he's more like uh, emaciated, I guess you could say. Like he definitely like lost weight for that role. Mm-hmm. So coming here, it's like he just looks completely different. It's like, I understand they're trying to make him like hyper. Yeah. Because he's the Flash. So for some reason, like the amount of money people get paid for the dumbest shit in the world just astounds (laughs) me. Like there are people that work at movie companies and be like, well, people won't understand that he's fast if he's not jittery. (laughs) It's like, no, they'll get it when he runs at fucking super speed. They'll kind of get that he's fast. Like. Uh, dude, that happens way too much, man. There's there's just too many too many stupid people in high positions of power making decisions. 
Too many, too many cooks in the kitchen. Look at those yeah. WandaVision credits. I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Half the fucking episode. The craziest thing on I saw online the other day is that she is having her third child, and she doesn't look like she's had any children. Who Gal Gadot is? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, she was like pregnant when she was filming Wonder Woman. Oh yeah, yeah. When she was doing the uh, the No Man's Land scene, mm-hmm. that's crazy. And did you guys see eighty four? Uh, yes, we did. Unfortunately, is it, is it that bad? I didn't. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I didn't like it, and it got it kind of got worse every time I watched it. I mean, there. I think <laughs> there's a handful of redeeming qualities, but that's another one where it's like, and I don't even think it was like studio interference either. I just feel like they just they whatever story direction they chose to go in, it's just they just made the wrong decision from the start. Like it's just it's not a good story, and what they tried to do didn't work. You know. I didn't think it looked very good. So when people were like, like I thought, I'm like, oh, it's Wonder Woman, the first one. Everyone says, like, I still haven't seen the first one just because I own it. But I look at that runtime and I'm every time I'm just like, I don't have the time to watch this movie right now. <laughs> and now that I have a podcast, I'm like, well, I might as well just wait and do it for the show. <laughs> it's true. First I mean, one's yeah, good. First I, one's I do really better. like the first one, yeah. The first one's definitely one of the better DCEU movies. Yeah, 84 was definitely a big letdown. DC is very strange, too, with, like, what characters they let go. Because now, like, they have Cyborg on Doom Patrol. But, like, they 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 had shown... Yeah, man. Like, they made uh, reference to Harley Quinn on Arrow, and then we're like, you can't use her because we're using her in the movies. So, it's they're, they're up and down and all over the place. I know. Well, they killed the Amanda Waller in Arrow so they can have her in the movie. Yeah. Well, I always think of that too. I always think of like Elseworld situations. Like what if like in an alternate reality, you know, DC succeeded the way Marvel did and Marvel failed the way DC did. Then and you in that world, you would have had Teen Titans with this cyborg on like right. HBO Max, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. You you establish cyborg in these movies, and then you eventually branch him off to go do Teen Titans. Like, awesome. Yeah. I wonder if that is kind of like the issue. Like the way why it seems weird is that like Marvel movies for I mean, lack of a better term, they're kind of like set in the real world. Like they they make real world references. It looks like it's shot like a regular film. Like these, they try to make them like it's, it's like just like fantastical universe. Even though like it like regular places still exist. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. To be honest, I don't know. I mean, because because I feel like with Man of Steel, they tried to keep that that Dark Knight tone that Nolan did. And then it just kind of branches off into like more of a, yeah, it was almost like you said, like more of like a fantastical kind of world. I heard he was pretty fucked up on the set of this as well. Like there was one day they had to close, shut down production because he was shit faced. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> I love Momoa. Guy's just a big ball of energy. 
you could kick your legs or something like swimming in a straight line, not moving any parts of his body. Bro, he's the Aquaman. <laughs> Where do you guys shake out on this Amber Heard situation? I don't know, man. Uh, it's it's a mess. <laughs> Yeah, long story short, it's a fucking mess. Like, I mean, yeah. if they bring her back, I think I'll I'll be fine. If they recast her, I'll be fine. Like, either way, I, I don't, you know, I'm I'm fine either way, to be honest. I feel like people, are, like, get mad because everybody's like, what, she's she's too hot to replace her. <laughs> and it's like, well, it is what it is. <laughs> well, someone, yeah. too, is like, I, I kept seeing, like, everyone wants Amelia, Amelia Clark to uh, to take up the mantle of Mira. I wouldn't hate that either because her That'd and Momoa already have some awesome chemistry from Game of Thrones. So I wouldn't hate that if they decide to make that replacement. Yeah, I take it. I like her. Yeah. I did really like her in Aquaman. I was just a little annoyed that they made her like hair so comic accurate. Her hair was fucking like, uh, what's what's uh Roger Rabbit's girlfriend's name? Oh, Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, Jessica yeah. Rabbit. Yeah, look, yeah. she had fucking red, red hair in this movie. She at least has like naturally red hair. Yeah, they definitely tried to make Aquaman as colorful as possible. Yeah, you can't tell me otherwise. They definitely fucked with that movie. Oh, for sure. Like, I think I think they fucked with a lot of. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, we, obviously, we know they fuck with Suicide Squad. Yeah, but with like Aquaman, even Wonder Woman too. I think had some some stuff done to it post BVS. I'm hoping the Snyder Cut makes all these people like a little more formidable, because I feel like Aquaman should be able to fight a fucking Steppenwolf no problem. Yeah, I mean, I also wonder, too, if, if the new Steppenwolf design makes him more intimidating. And, and it's more like, all right, this dude is pretty powerful. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like in, in here, he's just like, he doesn't seem like that he'd be that hard to defeat, you know? I hate this scene. I know. <laughs> yeah, people really had a problem with the air bubble that she makes. But, but, but here's the thing. I think this is legit. Like, I think all of Mira's dialogue is legit. I just think it was all redubbed and reworked for Aquaman's new dialogue. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, oh, I you can like, tell I like too. The, the stuff with Mira was shot by Snyder. The stuff with Momoa was shot by Whedon. Yeah, you can definitely tell. And they just reworked it. That's 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 like, like even if you're not excited for the Snyder cut, like if you have any interest in just how they make movies, I feel like just on that alone to see how they reworked it mm-hmm. is interest enough to check it out. And here we go. It's a stupid European family. The Russian family. Also makes you think, like, where the fuck was Ocean Master at that point in time? He's in prison. Is oh, he? no, that's right. No, that's right. It's right. No. Yeah, not, this takes um, place before that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I still I think, think if they if they really wanted to copy Marvel, then what they should have done was should, they should have brought in Ocean Master as, a, as the first sort of villain, first sort of Just League villain. Kind of like yeah, Loki. Loki, Loki style, yeah, yeah. Because um, Ocean Master is a great Justice Justice League villain. I kind of, I'm, I'm really, I really would like that to change in the Snyder Cut. Like this whole movie, once you get to a certain point, is just like we can't do shit without Superman. Like, <laughs> yeah, and I just, I don't really like that. Well, I think that's gonna be the case. I think they're gonna fail, and then Superman's gonna come back, and they're gonna be able to succeed. But 
the only issue is that it's just it's it's rushed. You know, it's like they they took out like a pretty big element of of you know how can how can we move forward without Superman? It's like they didn't even barely they barely established that notion alone. Like we barely had a Superman, then we killed him, then we barely survived without him, then we brought him back. So it's just like. Yeah, well, that's the thing. A, a, a lot of it's wait and see with with the Snyder Cut to see how they do these things differently, or how much it's done differently. I do love the design of the uh, parademons in this movie. I think they look really cool. Oh yeah, parademons look cool. Yeah. I would. I'd be happy to just take a fucking movie of the Nightmare World. Because I think that's like the best part of Batman versus Superman. Well, we that's that was uh, in the OG plan for Justice League. They had uh, like kind of three movies lined up. Justice League one would have been not what we're getting with with what we're getting in a couple weeks because they like rewrote it back in 2016. But we would have had that. There would have been a Justice League two that sort of set up the whole evil Superman thing at the end, and then Justice League three would have been like nightmare world for majority of it. And then I think you would have eventually gotten the whole thing with flash traveling back to warn Bruce and then shit would have changed. But yeah, we were supposed to get a movie where majority of it was like, you know, Mad Max, but justice league. Yeah. They really could have mixed like injustice and flashpoint together to make something really cool. Yeah. What is your hope from the Snyder cut though? Do you like, of course, they're already saying like, oh, this is a one and done, but it's like money fucking talks. Like if this does oh, well sure. enough, they'll attempt something like what what would you most want to see? Honestly, I just want a cohesive movie. That's all I want. I want to I know it's hard to say when it's fucking four hours long, but I just want <laughs> something that's cohesive, that's well structured, that plays out very well. And with four hours, you should be able to do that. So yeah. that's all I'm hoping because no matter what, it's going to be visually beautiful. You know, like Zack Snyder's like visually, the guy's a genius. There's going to be really cool action sequences because he's a great action director. Um, the story could possibly suck. Who knows? We will see. But as long as this is like well-paced, well-structured, coherent, I'll be happy with that. Yeah, I think I'm looking forward to just more with all these characters because I feel like a lot of them were shortchanged, especially Cyborg. Like, I think that's been stated how much like he was the heart of the original Justice League movie and like everything from his was cut and reshot. So, yeah, so it's it's more like I want to see just more with all these characters. I want better character development. You know, obviously, like like you said, like you, it's hard to set up like all these characters in one movie, but. You know, with these four hours, I know we're going to get way more scenes with their development. So that's what I can't wait for is just more with these characters. Mm-hmm. But where do you what think you? it's going to go afterwards? Like, uh, it, it, it's like it's like you said, though, it's, it all depends on the success. Yeah, if I it's mean, massively well, successful. Yeah. Well, we're not going to get any. We're not going to get Cyborg. So that's established. So Cyborg is gone. Uh, it looks like Cavill might be gone because they're developing another Superman movie. So we don't know yet. Um, but where it goes afterwards, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it depends. I mean, like in, in hypotheticals, let's say like the, the Snyder cut on HBO max is like the most watched streaming film ever. 
right? Mm-hmm. And we don't know how streaming services generate money in terms of views. Like, there's it's still murky on like yeah, how they no actually make money. I have no works. idea either. But like, let's just say for you know they they tout it as like the most watched film of all time on streaming, and there's such a huge demand for more. I mean, if they throw enough money at all these actors, they'll definitely come back. I I, I highly doubt any of them are going to be like, no, nah, we're not coming back. Especially since HBO Max is kind of run by AT and T, and Warner Brothers is Warner Brothers. So this the shit that Ray Fisher has with Warner Brothers, I think AT and T will step in and be like, nah, he can come back. That's a bold statement, yeah. Nick. I think I'm 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 with it, man. No, I think Cyborg's gone. Cyborg's not coming back, and I don't think I think well, a lot of people don't well, want to see him back. I also don't think we're getting more after after this. You know what right. I mean? When it comes to, to like Justice League and all this, like I think people are people are really hopeful that we're going to get more, but I don't think we're getting more. I think we're lucky that we're getting this. I hate this scene too. This I hate scene? that yeah. they're just letting people get killed while they talk <laughs> about pushing other people running away. <laughs> Like my, I would like, love just watching. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I would oh love God. for it to turn into we get a solo Ben Affleck Batman movie. Like, he can say he wouldn't come back all he wants, but oh, they I throw ten love million that. dollars. Oh, at I mean, him. I'd be all for that, man. I'd be all for it. I'm still hopeful that that might, like, I for example, I could, I could maybe picture like his original project going to HBO Max for like a series um, or something. Yeah, Flash has his movie. Well, I mean, like, I, obviously Affleck is up for coming back because he did the reshoots for Zack Snyder, like, last year, mm-hmm. and he's coming back for the Flash movie. So he yeah. obviously loves playing the character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so really would this is, this is Snyder talk, bro. Think this is Snyder? I don't. I think no, it's, it's just the, the safe one. The safe one. Don't talk. Don't whatever. Just do it, and you'll know. Everything else, all the Flash shit, I think that's yeah. Whedon. But I think they were. I think they reworked Snyder. I think they worked Snyder's work from Batman into it. I mean, At and last. it's 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 weird too because it's like the Flash should be the least scared because he could get out of danger at any time. <laughs> like, what does he have to be scared about? Like, he could he could run around and snap everyone's necks before anyone could even blink. <laughs> Yeah, but the people making this movie are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. How about you, Josh? What are you hoping for with the Snyder Cut? Um. Yeah, I I just really I hope the story is strong. I hope that they can make a lot more sense out of what they have here. Yeah. Like. Like we talked about already, like why why did they wait on the mother boxes? Um, and I yeah, I just hope I hope that Dark Side plays a very big part in it. I hope it's not just like a a beginning and an end type of thing. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like they could go either way. I feel like they could tease him a little bit. I mean, obviously, I think he plays a big part in that in that whole history lesson where they go where they go back and it's the fight between, you know, man, Atlanteans, you know, all that. I think he plays a big part in that. And then, yeah, like I, I feel like they're going to tease him at the end, but that might be it. They they really have Wonder Woman hold her own here against Steppenwolf, which oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, 
I always kind of put Aquaman and Wonder Woman on like the same power level. You know what I mean? Yeah, I man. I mean, DC's all about gods. That's like DC's all about the gods, and Marvel's all about the monsters. It's all radiation, like Spider Man, you know, Hulk, um, mutants. Uh, but DC's always been like, you know, these these sort of like larger than life beings. Right. I love that stiff kick. <laughs> I wonder how much of do you think Nolan is to blame for any of this? Because this is like even this universe together is very I mean Man of Steel wasn't but once you got into mm-hmm. Batman versus Superman and everything that came after it's very comic booky universe. Like Yeah, yeah. I mean I don't think he had obviously Man of Steel he had a lot of input in because he helped develop the story, but I don't think he did much for for BVS. Obviously well, he I has mean, a JK producer, his name is on it. I mean as far as him making such a like real world adaptation of Batman. Mm-hmm. In the oh, Dark Knight saying. trilogy, like, did it fuck this type of things up for people? Where they're just like, I can't take this seriously because I just watched Heath Ledger's fucking Academy Award winning performance as the Joker in no, this very like so. grounded, realistic movie. I don't think so. I think a lot of people were ready for um, more sort of supernatural stuff. Like, I was ready for, like, I'm, I'm ready for like. Superman and Batman. I was ready for like the Justice League. Obviously, you can't do the Justice League in a grounded world. You need to have a sort of you know supernatural element or something along those lines, so to speak. It's just and and look, BBS has its fans. The only reason the Snyder Cut is happening is because those BBS fans made it happen. So clearly, there's a large amount of people who you know are fine with with what Zack Snyder did. It's just it's more. It's more like, hey, let's be like Marvel. Let's be let's be liked because the movie that we put out wasn't liked and it got shitted on by critics. So how can we be how can we be liked? Oh, let's be like Marvel. And it just spiraled and all the behind the scenes decisions pretty much is what's to blame, really. You know, and that's kind of how well, well yeah, I, I think that's the thing too. Yeah, it's it's one thing to not, you know, to for us as like a viewer to watch a movie and be like, nah, I didn't like that movie. Mm-hmm. But it's another thing for you to have like this massive plan, like like you know, before BVS came out, they had like a five year plan of movies to come out and they had and they had a outline for everything and a story and it was all connected, and then one movie comes out that doesn't work for people, still makes a ton of money. But just because it doesn't work for for people and critics, they are like, no, nope, we have to scrap everything now and redo it all. And it's just like, why? You, like, at least just stick to your guns for a little while longer and see if it can actually work going mm-hmm. forward, you know. But instead, they just do this massive course correction and just literally try, like, like you said, try to be just like Marvel. And that's and that's kind of where it really fucks up. So, you know, if the Snyder Cut is anywhere decent. Like that's really going to show WB as being one incompetent fucking studio. Yeah, but yeah. at the same time. <laughs> At the same time, I somewhat don't disagree with that because we never would have known what the two-hour version that was released in theaters would have been. So if if like the four-hour oh, version, I mean, well, it, well, it wouldn't have worked though. I mean, well, and, and Snyder even said he goes, he had a three-hour cut plan, so his intention was to give us a three-hour cut in in theaters. And right. WB was like, now nah, we want two, and we and and we know how that would have worked out. It would have worked out the same way BVS did. 
you know, BVS is a, you know, the ultimate edition. People still don't like it, but it's definitely a better movie of, of than, than the two and a half hour version, you know? Yeah, but definitely a more coherent, well flushed film. This is so right. fucking stupid. Like, Flash needs help walking. So well, it's dumb. like, how do, how do you get shot in the leg in the first place? Like, exactly. He's fucking Flash. <laughs> he, right. He would just get out of the way. God, it's so dumb. Like Quicksilver getting shot to death. It's like, right. <laughs> well, at least he was actually like running to like move. He was putting a car. He was saving someone. So I'm like, all right, I'll sum up by that because he's actually running and trying to like stop he's doing, the bullets. He's doing, he's doing something. Yeah, he's you doing know something. I mean? Flash is just standing there and he gets shot and tripping over his own feet all the time. Like, why are we doing that? Just so we can have that Aquaman moment later on when he's talking about tripping over your own feet. Oh, uh, we totally just went, you know, bro. bro I was gonna say we totally just went past the whole thing of uh, Flash falling into Wonder Woman's tits. Oh yeah, classic Whedon. Yeah, yeah. I heard nobody was happy about that scene. Like they did yeah, not want no. to film it. I, I really want a Batman movie too because I I want to see a full movie of uh, J.K. Simmons as Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, man, totally. Love J.K. Yeah. Watching this movie and listening to Aquaman talk and then watching Aquaman, it's like your motivations are a little off. <laughs> like, yeah. like, oh, I have this armor and he took the mother box from Atlantis. It's like, oh, you mean that place you've never been and you don't give a fuck about? <laughs> right. Well, that's what I'm saying. They make a quick mention of that in Justice League, like a very quick mention. What you mean in uh – and in Aquaman, yeah, it's like you yeah. helped you helped save us from Steppenwolf, and he was like, "That was like a he makes like a quick like says one line, it's like that was different that was, or something." Or I think he says that was that was a one time thing. Or yeah, it was a one time like thing or something along those lines, and it's like okay. But again, it's like they just they were just making figuring out as they went along. I think this Russian family is like the worst part of this movie. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, oh yeah, let's let's take away screen time from our main heroes to focus on this Russian family. I just want them to do a Under the Red Hood movie. Like, just do the animated movie, like, scene for scene, remake it with live action. And that's, I really thought that that's what we're going to be getting with the whole, you see the costume of the dead Robin and all that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean that, that, would, that would take a lot to establish. I mean, you need Ra's al Ghul. You need, like, the Lazarus Pit. So... A shot for shot, I don't think would ha- would would happen. But, unless it was uh, like a one off. Yeah, unless it was like a one off. But you know, they're not going to invest that much money into something like that. I'd I'd Even- really like a Red Hood and the Outlaws show on HBO Max. I think that could be really fun. Well, they're bringing Red Hood into Titans, so yeah. could possibly yeah. you know. And the costume actually like- looks perfect. Yeah, except like nothing against the actor, but he's like short. I think he's like five six, five seven. 
Yeah, I don't so, like Jason Todd <laughs> from that. I yeah, so I'm like, awful. how are you, how are you gonna like, when you square up against Robin, who's like six inches taller than you, just he's gonna be looking down at you. It's gonna be like a kid, <laughs> like playing Red Hood, which is a right. little weird, but who knows? We'll see. I actually did it. I actually kind of um, I actually liked the first two seasons of Titans somewhat, um, enough for me to come back for the third. So we'll see how how it works out. I mean, the best show DC has right now is the Harley Quinn animated show. Facts. I fucking love yeah. that show. So good. I love that they're they're unlike Marvel. I mean, that is a weird thing. They, they always do animation right. Like, no matter what yeah, it is. Yeah, man, totally. Yeah. It's it's really... it's Like, their animation department, even, like, the movies that are considered, like, not good are still, like, solid. I still think the best Batman Superman movie is the Dark Knight Returns animated movie that they did. Both part one and part two, like oh, it's so good. That it's one. incredible. By, yeah, uh, that was by Jay, really good. I believe it was Jay Olivia who who directed it, and and the music is so good. Like it's just a fantastic, fantastic film. But um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> I guess I guess that's the trade off. Yeah, DC succeeds in animated, fails in live action, and Marvel f- succeeds in live action but fails in animated. Because I'm not too crazy about like the uh, Marvel animated stuff. Well, who's who's dominating right now in comics? Is it DC or is it Marvel? I don't even know, dude. Yeah, I know. I know more. I know Marvel just did a uh, a recent reboot. Everything's been rebooted with them in the past like two, three years. Um, Batman, uh, Marvel, uh, DC still going on with Rebirth. So Rebirth right. is still going on. So we'll see. Same with Star Wars, which is also technically Marvel slash Disney. Star Wars, they, the twenty twenty line just started back up, so that's like whole bunch of shit there's been like four different vader lines in the past like five six years so it's it's hard to keep up when it comes to marvel comics yeah i mean they've always all rebooted once in a while but i mean the last decade they have both just been going full bore crazy with like every six months they seem to reboot well dc still has rebirth going since 2016 so 2012, I believe, was New 52. Then they reshot, they rebooted it with Rebirth in 2016. And those, that line, like those, that Batman line, that Wonder Woman line, that Superman line, like that's still going now. Yeah. It's like a, I think Batman is like just over a hundred, I believe. We know what else is too, especially for me that doesn't read like a ton of comics. It's like because they also have like like the um, the whole DC metal, you know, like like there's different like. Yeah, there's like Elseworld the, stuff. There's, there's different Elseworld stuff. So mm-hmm. it's like I see all that and I'm like, is this part of the main line? Is this part of the main? You know, it's like so for me, not knowing too much about the whole comics thing, like it's it's hard for me to, to know what's, what's right, the but main storylines and what's not, you know. But Elseworld stuff, but um, but the metal stuff that weaves into the like the rebirth lines. Oh, so it when does. you yeah, so when you read like the Titans rebirth line or stuff like that, the there's like little moments in there where they like pop in. It's like a multiverse kind of thing where they're just jumping back and forth between worlds. Oh, here we go, baby. No, this isn't it. Oh, it's not it. Never mind. No, this isn't it. We're not we're not there yet. And we're not yeah. we're not at that scene. <laughs> I don't even remember this. I totally scene. thought scene this was this? the scene too. Yeah. That's the thing. Anything when they're talking about the parademon signal, like that's not anything yeah, that so Snyder did. Stupid. Like there's none that's, of that. Oh, there was a fucking siren that went off that makes him go crazy. So let's add that into story. Like what? <laughs> yeah, Elfred should be like, you know what else fucks with them? Stabbing them in the heart. <laughs> yeah. How about you get a fucking gun or figure out a way to like clip their wings rather than, you know, focusing on a stupid siren. 
I hate this too. Well, cause it totally contradicts, uh, everything, everything like yeah. BBS, like, well, BBS itself is contradict contradictory I, I towards the end. Yeah. He has to change of heart real quick. I mean, I, nothing has ever turned on a dime so fast as I'm about to stab <laughs> you in the chest too. We're best well, not friends. Just, now. <laughs> not just Bruce, but the entire world. Like we at up to that point, they've only had Superman for um, for a year and a half, like eighteen months, and half the world hates him, half the world likes him. A bunch of people don't know how they feel about him, but all of a sudden it's like, oh, you know what? <laughs> he sacrificed himself, so like let's all love him, let's all praise him around the world. You know, all these things. It's just like everything just feels so like rushed. Because it is. Because it is. Well, that's why I had such a big problem in BVS when they're talking. Everyone's like, oh. You know, that whole storyline about half the world loves him, half the world hates him. Should we allow him to do this like you have a fucking choice in the matter? And it's and everyone blaming him for the events of what happened when Zod came to town. And it's like, that was his first fucking day as Superman. Yeah. Like, cut him a little yeah. slack. On his first day as the most powerful man on the planet, about seven other people who are exactly as strong as him showed up and started fucking things up for him. Right. Like he did the best he could. But hey, but hey, instead of going to my dad and figuring out what I have to do, I'm going to go to a priest. <laughs> are you talking about Man of Steel? Yeah. That, that scene also just drives me up the wall. It's like, what do you do? But that's again, that's an Amy Adams situation. We have Amy Adams on payroll, so we're going to have Jorel tell her how to defeat them, so then she can go and tell Clark. It's like so ugh, dumb, idiot, useless. <laughs> <laughs> and it seems like they're keeping this scene for the uh, the Snyder cut, this resurrection scene. They're doing it the same way. Well, this how yeah, well, this is how it comes back. So yeah, I think there's also a lot more that goes on in mm-hmm. Star Labs. Well, there's yeah. a lot more in that general. Whole, it's fucking uh, four well, yeah. hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is crazy how fast this movie moves. Yeah, thank God for that. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> But man, I'll tell you, I'm fucking pumped, dude. Like, I'm so pumped for this Snyder Cut. Like, I yeah. cannot wait. I'm starting to get hyped. And again, there's another thing that's contradictory. Because they should those things should have attacked them. Yep. Batman starts crying. That's my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Like that's the Snyder Cut shot. Oh, yeah. At least his dead body floating in the water looks more realistic than Zod's. Jesus. Rubber dummy. Oh, yeah, that yeah. The oh, rubber, yeah, the rubber dummy. dummies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cyborg's about to get real sexual with this robot. <laughs> You might be able to do it. You mean you're the person that creates electricity every time you move whatsoever? It's like, no, man, you can do it. 
And it's, it's things like this I don't understand. It's like, why don't they just come for the box right now? <laughs> it's out of the container. You could clearly, like, pick it up on radar or however the fuck they're Wait, finding these things. Yeah. He does. He gets off a fucking Civic. Like, well, someone yeah, just comes I mean, in, I- just picks it up off the car, and then leaves. <laughs> I really hope that's not how it is in the Snyder Cut. I, there's no way that can be it. If he come, if he picks it off of the car, oh my god! It's one of my favorite bad parts about this movie. Also, Cyborg's made from the mother box. He can't just turn that fucking thing on. Uh, I guess not. Actually, now that I think of it, think about it. How does this kind of work? How does this bring Superman back? I don't really get that part. I don't know. I think they they chalked it up to the fact that uh, the box was able to reanimate Cyborg, even though he was basically dead. Uh huh. And they figured that Superman's dormant cells would be reawakened by this mother box. Okay. We'll go with that. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) They just leave like the pieces of his broken statue there. Yeah, I just kind of noticed that too. Yeah. (laughs) Just like, let's take everything else, but just leave the head there. Some of this is is definitely original. Oh, yeah. This is all original. Yeah. Yeah. Some of it very much is not. And also because of the uh, the behind the scenes, like that's all green screen. They're right. standing like they're standing on like, on like a green floor. Everything. The only thing that was real, I remember, was are those things in the back. The um, the do not cross. Yeah. With the flowers. And those some of like, the car and, and some of the cars. Yeah. Some, some of the cop cars. And that's what I mean. Like they don't know how to like. I always thought like, oh, they're they're CGI for environments is just bad but i just don't think they know how to like blend the two together because you look at a lot of like marvel movies and you would think oh they're they're just at an airport or whatever and then it's like no they're not at an airport at all they just Mm. know how to make it look better for some reason yeah the only the only thing with marvel that i've ever really noticed in terms of bad cgi is there's a lot of floating heads in the later movies yeah, when it comes yeah. to like Iron Man or like in Infinity War when Mark Ruffalo comes out of the the Hulkbuster, you could tell it's like it's a floating head. Yeah, it's just compositing. Yeah, the compositing's a little weird. Yeah, it's weird for for like Disney to have you know all the money in the world. I feel like graphics for Marvel movies look better before Disney bought the company. Like the first few movies, I think it's, like the first Iron Man and I, stuff, I, like the airport yeah. sequence in Civil War when Iron Man's helmet comes off. Oh, I know. <laughs> that is awful. Like, it is literally just his head stand. It's like floating above a CGI body. Well, I think, too, because I, I like da- like Downey and like the later movies just stopped wearing any practical suits at all. It was just all motion capture. Like, at least in the first couple Iron Man movies, he had somewhat of a legit suit on. And they yeah. filled it in with CGI. But like those later movies, he's not wearing anything. It's all CG. When And it's like when you're making that type of money. Put the fucking suit on and shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's I also mean, quicker, more, too, though. Yeah. 
like they can that's also another thing too it's, i think it's because like they can do it all so fast so you quickly just do it and they call it a day yeah but it's like you said though I, I think with with special effects the the biggest thing to make it look good is time like even though we're really good with technology like the more time you put into it the better it's going to look and i think with a lot of these movies they're more concerned with hitting their release dates and you know and i think that's that's a big criticism i think on movies overall is that you know movies are now especially the big movies they're just rushed you know, it's yeah. like we have to hit we have to hit these dates and like we have to have, a you know, X amount of movies every single year instead of taking the time to develop them and do them properly. Not that, you know, Marvel movies are bad, but just in general. Yeah. Well, I mean, they announced the movie, the release date before they even enter into pre-production. Oh, yeah. I did like that scene where where superman starts looking at the flash while he's running oh yeah it's it's probably probably the best part in the movie (laughs) i don't like wonder woman's dialogue there it's like how the fuck do you know so much about superman you two literally didn't say anything to each other (laughs) yeah i don't know man like you arrived in the vicinity of him and then he was murdered in front of you (laughs) <laughs> oh here we go we get some awesome cg mustache removal here <laughs> just yes. looks like they're fighting on a football field <laughs> yeah it's green as fuck yeah that grass is fucking green there it is that's my favorite there it is yes <laughs> and even though it is cg i will admit it doesn't look nearly as bad as like that opening scene or some of the other shots in this movie like whoever did the cg on this for this for the mustache removal deserves a raise because they did a fantastic job in such a short amount of time (laughs) (laughs) it's like fuck this guy (laughs) <laughs> why dude i never i never realized how fucking green <laughs> like is it because they didn't have time so they just quickly put in like a a grass overlay and they just copied and pasted it because that's a lot yeah. of fucking grass and it's very <laughs> green why did his shirt and jacket and tie and everything just Disappear. <laughs> Why is he that just money in shot. and <laughs> barefoot? Was Superman, man, <laughs> <laughs> like he was in a complete suit and tie in his in his <laughs> coffin. <laughs> yeah. Terrible! No, Terrible! Look at all that grass! <laughs> oh my god! And she's perfectly fine. She was just headbutted by fucking Superman. <laughs> Well, I mean, she is a god. There it is. There it is. There it is. Just comes and grabs it off the car. (laughs) Don't even show him pick it up. Jesus Christ. Because you don't need to. It's just like, what are you going to do? Show him come down and be like, oh, hey, there's no one here. Just let me go and grab it. The delivery guy takes longer than he does. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. So bad. 
I don't remember the Kent home being so close to the road. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that either. And they look like they're keeping this scene as well, even though I fucking hate this scene. <laughs> Um, I think so too, but it's obviously just gonna it's just gonna be different. It might work yeah. better in different contests, contexts. It might look different. This is all reshot, clearly. Yeah. Look at the wig. Yep, the wig, the hair, the slightly overweight Batfleck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro, the scene's coming up. Oh, I yeah, can't wait. The best. I'm so excited! Here it comes. I have so much to say about this sequence. <laughs> I love how they're all in costume, but even the ones that wear masks are just like, I'm not wearing my mask in this scene. Yeah. No need for that. Like, you could have saved on wig budget by just putting their masks on. It's very true. That wig... Come on, just get on with it. We want this scene. (laughs) Oh my god, just so fucking stupid. Go find Alfred in the pantry. Why is Alfred in the pantry? (laughs) I told him to stay there till we returned. So dumb. So her her right. thoughts like I have to go get my red mating call blanket that I put on. Oh yeah. Here it is. Boom. <laughs> Why is she wearing this cape thing? Bro, no that's idea. what we're talking about. She she just had to go get it for Bruce. Like, is that supposed to be Superman's cape? I don't think so. I- I don't think so. I just... I think it's like her meeting call. Yeah. (laughs) This scene is very sexual. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He's just like, don't don't look at my fake abs that are on this shirt because it's all beer belly under here. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Here comes the best part. Massive glass of whiskey. Look at that. Look at that. Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) It's like half full. (laughs) You know, and while I'm at it, I'm going to go ahead and. Why don't you just drink out of the bottle at that point? Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't even offer her one. No, he does. He pours her a massive one too. But, you know, Wonder Woman's for the kids. Yeah. Wonder Woman's for the kids, so she can't. We can't see her drink. Yeah, she doesn't take a sip. Yeah. We just got Bruce who takes a big gulp. Snyder cut, they just all get sauced and have a big orgy. <laughs> oh my god, I would love that. <laughs> Cyborg's coming out with a lot of weird shit you ain't seen before. <laughs> like at this point, I just want them to have sex. Like, give me a sex scene just to um, make this scene somewhat better. 
Just shot for shot the scene from Top Gun. You like centrally yes. lasered in. <laughs> see, look, they they cop, they're like, no, we can't see Wonder Woman drink because you know, can't have that. No, nah. can't have that. It's for the kids. Oh boy, here comes some more, some more CGI face. Is it CGI face? This oh, part's yeah. not. This is There's a reshoot. Look at look, look at the wig. Look at the wig. And the wig, yeah, but I think for him, he's good. No, no, no. Just, just wait, bro. Just wait. It's bad. This is all CG face. I can't imagine why they thought they would be able to remove a mustache. I mean, they can't even make a realistic fucking background. <laughs> this looks like <laughs> Smallville. And I don't mean it's set in Smallville. I mean, it's like it's from the show, Smallville. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, the this, this show is shot on location, so you watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, all CG face. God, this is crazy. Oh, yeah, there I notice it. Yeah. Anytime when he, when like he a, moves. When there's movement. Yeah. It's like a... <laughs> Just don't move and you're fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh it's oh. rubbery. It's like rubbery. It's like. <laughs> Look at that. What do you even call that? Look, it's like an upper lip oh, dimple. My... Yeah. Well, I haven't. I haven't. The size of a fucking thumb. <laughs> Because I've, I've watched, like, I've watched this movie a couple times every, like, whenever it's on TV. Like, sometimes we tune in just for for shits and gigs. Just to but, hate watch. Yeah, but I don't think I've watched this scene in a while. I want the mustache cut. Just give us Look the Look at film. his lip! Oh, my <laughs> God! It's, like, moving. Oh, <laughs> my it just Dude, looks is, like he has a mustache made out of upper lip. <laughs> this is bad. Oh, God, I haven't. Yeah. I don't. I haven't. Like, you know what's like fucking reminds me of? What? Remember Medazzled when he rips off his mustache? <laughs> Remember when oh, he when he's yeah, like the, yeah, when he's like yeah. the Spanish like uh, Spanish like drug lord? Yes. And he's seeing Allison like cheat, and he gets mad. He like rips off his mustache, and there's like that weird piece of flesh. Right. Right. That's what it fucking looks like. <laughs> It's like they CGI'd his teeth, too. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I like they, they did, like, everything. <laughs> I love it. They, they always have scenes like this in a movie, and it's like, uh, you didn't think a phone call might be appropriate first? You didn't call his elderly mother to be like, hey, FYI, we brought By your son back to life. <laughs> like, yeah, she's liable she to have a fucking heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> See, this I think is legit. Yeah, because I think we saw this in the trailer too. Yeah. Turns dark and rips her head off. <laughs> evil Superman. I'm all confirmed. for evil Superman. Man, you know Zack Snyder thought about it. He's probably like, hey, <laughs> what if we have him kill his mom? And they were probably like, no. And he's like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but what if we did? No, Zack. All right, all right. <laughs> like, I'm really hoping that all of this is like a big swerve. Like that scene they show where Black Suit Superman shows up to Alfred. I I call like the first thought I had when I saw that, I'm like, oh, Superman's gonna kill Alfred there. <laughs> like I'm I would really like it if that was like a scene that was like the beginning, showing you the beginning of the nightmare world. Yeah. Well, well an think- injustice, um, and then just as Alfred takes like the pill, 
yeah, and becomes powerful and beats the shit out of him. It was fucking awesome. He <laughs> like he like nose. Superman. Yeah, he, yeah, the headbutt. He like headbutts him and like shatters his nose. And like he like nearly kills kills Batman, but like I remember like that scene definitely stood out. So like that would be fucking cool to see, but that would that, that would never happen. Well, I know in the in the in the in the idea for Justice League two, when Superman like succumbs to the anti life um, equation, I think it's like there was a scene. At least if I read it right, it's a scene in the Batcave where it's Batman and Lois, Lois, and Darkseid like boom tubes in and like tries to i don't know if he tries to but he like he, he attacks them and he ends up like fucking vaporizing lois and superman sees it and that's how he turns evil and goes and that's how we go into the whole like nightmare world yeah i had a i had a problem with that in man of steel or uh, in a bvs because they make it they have that scene where the flash is like coming through time and he's telling them to save right. lois. like don't let lois die like she's the key yeah yeah, and well, then at played the end it off of the, here. At the end of the mo- movie, they have Superman save Lois, and have Batman save Martha, and it's like you could have had Flash say save Martha, and then that stops him from being evil. Because a he does that, and b it would also like plant it in his head and make more sense when Batman says or when Superman says save Martha. Instead of yeah. just being like, that was my mom's name. <laughs> he could be like, oh, I had a dream that a, somebody broke through reality and told me to save this woman. But he would still hate Superman then. Yeah. Well, I think well, I think they I think they were trying to set up uh, like that. Like that was meant to play out like a couple movies down the road. But like still, it's like, you know, it, it's it's one of the situations where you should have just focused on bbs being its own movie instead of trying to do all this setup for all these future movies you know that's that's bro it should have been two parts it should have had two parts part one where it's just them in the summer of 2015 like intended and then had your you know every all your other bullshit in the march i really would have loved to have seen like 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 whether it be superman helping rebuild metropolis like i feel like we needed to see that yeah we just needed more superman yeah, we we like we said we got him for a day, and then all this shit happened. Then he left. Then he died. Then he came back, and it's like Ugh. maybe uh, that's I, why the DC movies are a mess because it's reflective of their studio. I oh mean, yeah, clearly for sure, fucking for sure. clearly. Well, it's it's yeah. I mean, this whole thing has been a lesson in like, don't try to play catch up. Oh like, yeah, just do take your time and do it right. Instead of but, being like, we got to get on this fucking Marvel Extended Universe train. But I definitely think you could have done it where you had your Justice League movie first. And then kind of like the animated series. When the animated series, they all kind of come in. They're all established. And then they you know fight a thing. And then they branch off and do their own things. Like I think, I think that could have been done. Obviously, we will never know. But I think it could have been done. It just, it just wasn't done well. So well, I mean, obviously, well, it just puts a stake in that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you have to look at like other movies that that have massive ensembles that are just like one offs, and uh-huh. it's like it can be done. Like look at like uh, like Ocean's Eleven, right? Deals with a ton of different characters, but yet at the end of the movie, you love all those characters, you know. So it can be done in the in a proper way, and uh-huh. like yeah, they could have done a Justice League first and then done everyone's solo movie after. I think it absolutely could have worked, but yeah, it just wasn't done the right way. They didn't have the right people in place to do it the right way. And they made all this shit red. Ugh. 
That's what I said about Age of Ultron after seeing it. Like, there is a lot of good parts about Age of Ultron, but overall, I left the movie theater being like, I wasn't as amazing as I was hoping it would be. And well, have you watched like, Age of Ultron recently? I haven't have watched, watched it, it in a while. I, I want to rewatch it. Yeah, because that's one of the movies that's actually grown on me a lot, and the, the more I watch it, the more I enjoy it. And I've watched it huh? a couple of times since since WandaVision came out because it's yeah. just like Inception's yeah, it in your brain. <laughs> yeah, it does always. And I did, yeah, I didn't hate it, but I just walked out of it going, like, the Avengers was the culmination of a bunch of movies, and mm-hmm. Age of Ultron should have been that as well, but it was. Instead of that, it was like the setup for the next five movies. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. I I also think Age of Ultron has benefited the most since like Endgame. Because a lot of stuff that plays out is like you see the building blocks in Ultron. So I think I think it's benefited the most as of all these movies playing out. So when you go back and rewatch it, it's like you there's a lot more cool stuff in there now to kind of go. Oh, yeah, that's how this sets up this. And that's how this works into that. Yeah. I I really do not like this Batman suit whatsoever. Bro, I love this Batman suit. I'm all oh, about the tactical suit. I'm all about the tactical <laughs> suit. It's I just wish I just wish Unfortunately, looks, they just Batman's such a bitch in this in this whole sequence. It just looks Russian like family. uh what's the uh the Al guy from Watchmen? Oh, oh uh, Night Owl. Night Owl, night owl. Night yeah, owl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks exactly like that. Which <laughs> It's like, I know it's the same director, but come on. <laughs> Dude, that's something I've actually noticed. I, I just, I feel like the, um, like, Watchmen just worked so well for him. I feel like everything is just in that similar aesthetic. Like, when we were watching that, like, little animated thing that he did with the mother boxes, that felt like, felt very Watchmen-y. It felt very, well, I mean, that's that's the thing with, with BVS, I feel like that was his approach is that he's like, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the idea of Watchmen and bring it into the, into like justice league. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, and, and we can argue whether or not we personally like it, but for majority of the people that know these characters, they don't, they don't like them in that aesthetic. Yeah. So that's kind of, I think where a lot of the issues come from. Yeah, it is. It is a thing where like direct, for some reason, like directors don't work in practical effects they don't they're not heads of practical effects companies but somehow they do always wind up capturing like the same aesthetic like Guillermo del Toro all of his CGI that he uses in the his movies look exactly the same like the creatures well, he in Hellboy much... look exactly like the monsters from Pan's Labyrinth like yeah well he he tries to um he's more of a obviously it's hard to say practical approach but he does yeah. um cuz he does use a lot of CG in his films but uh, but he's just he's a he's grand. He's just like you know, yeah. He has a, a certain eye for for certain shit. But the thing about Gamera is like I don't think his movies all look the same. Like Shape of Water doesn't look like anything he's really done in terms of like tone and aesthetic. Pacific Rim is completely different than like Hellboy, other than being like this massive blockbuster film. Um, Crimson, what is it? Crimson Peak. Crimson Peak, Crimson yeah. Peak, which I is like I don't really like, but that is more like a gothic sort of you know. So he he definitely like changes it up and and does different stuff, but I just feel like Snyder like did so well with Watchmen, and that's like and we all love that movie, and it works and it and it's great. So it's like 
it's like when he he incorporated a lot of like his sensibility into that in terms of like music in terms of style so then like whenever you see something that he puts out like your brain reverts to watching because that was like that was good and it's just like you know it's like that idea well, that's kind of why I'm hoping he finds success with uh, Army of the Dead. Yeah, and kind bro. Of, and, he, and he kind of goes back to to more movies like that, where it's like his like that darker, grimmer, narcissistic aesthetic that he has just works well in that in that sense. Like, like I think like me and Martin talked about this too. Like, instead of him doing like these characters and taking the reins on, he should have done like Suicide Squad because that's more in his wheelhouse. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've always said just give him, just give him a, give him a movie, give him projects, like let him do anything he wants, but give him five million dollars. That's it, <laughs> and then just let him be, let and force him to be creative, force him to like, like something like Don the Dead, you know, like like yeah. way back when, you know, just like really allow him to get those creative juices flowing and and create something visually and like um and story wise like pleasing, which I think is kind of what they did with a. Uh, with army of the dead. I don't know how much money they gave him, but it, he looks like he took a little bit more of a practical approach with that movie. Yeah. So that's exciting to see. Ugh. I just burped. Nice man. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> see, now he's not afraid. Now he's just, Fucking splashing through people. Yeah. Is there? Did they explain at all why Steppenwolf chose this location? No. Oh, <laughs> we don't even know if it's Russia or whatever European country it's supposed to be. For all we know, it could it's just. Russia. Yeah, maybe it could just Yeah, but it's like, you know, they could have easily like CG'd you know, like whatever if like for example, if it was like fucking Montana, they could have like re redubbed it to make it seem like, you know, like it's fucking Russia. Right. So we have no <laughs> idea really where it is. <laughs> and this just happened this is it's just like this happened to be like a nuclear plant. Where it just looks like a nuclear plant, <laughs> like the entire inside is completely empty. Like they didn't, mm-hmm. you, you weren't doing anything with that. Maybe it's like Chernobyl or some shit. I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Batman's about to have a lot of cancer. <laughs> well, that's part. Of, that was part of the uh, the third film. Batman gets cancer, and uh, Superman <laughs> has to help him out. Just kidding. It's just like a, a drama, like family drama of the Justice yeah, yeah. League dealing with <laughs> Batman's. Hey, that actually deal. that might be actually better than this. Very Justice yeah, League animated uh, yeah, series. <laughs> Maybe probe him for some more information while you got that lasso around his leg. <laughs> like what's your grand scheme here <laughs> you working for anybody tell me your secrets does the name dark side sound familiar <laughs> these sorts of <laughs> questions but I'm also a big fan of justice god that gun oh, could not yeah. have looked any more like a Toys R Us toy <laughs> oh boy oh god that stupid Batman smile 
This scene I don't mind. <laughs> Here's the look at this CG coming up. The, you want to talk about bad compositing? Oh yeah, look at that. <laughs> and it's like if you were gonna make him look so shitty, why didn't you just make Steppenwolf like he is in the comics, which is a dude with this fucking helmet? On. <laughs> like, yeah, and not just that, but it's, it's like it's like a dude in like old like kind of Roman looking type of armor. Right. You know, like uh, That's right up know, Zack man. Snyder's alley. <laughs> yeah. Like he it, it just take one of your fucking characters from three hundred and put him in this. You know? Like blow him up a little. Like if you want to make him like a like an alien, maybe, you know, humanize him a little bit, but but I mean what whatever. It's it's all a fucking mess, so <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't even care. <laughs> Superman's just cool with everything now. Like, if Wonder Woman comes into, like, in the Snyder Cut, if Wonder Woman comes into that bank scene and starts, like, snapping necks, I'm gonna be like, oh my, are you fucking, I'm gonna be like, are you fucking kidding me? But at the same time, like, look, this doesn't exist. This is not, this is an, this is an Elseworld movie. Like, you know, just enjoy it. You know, it doesn't exist. Just go with it. Yeah, just go with it. Because I 100% could picture that happening. Yeah, it's kind. Of, that's kind of like the mindset I'm gonna try to have going into the Snyder Cut. It's like let's just see how this works. Yeah, out. my mindset. My mindset since day one has just been like, you have nothing to lose. Like this movie is just like literally in uh, like a bonus movie, like a bonus feature that, as of now, is not gonna go anywhere. Right. All you're gonna do is just enjoy more time with these characters, and you know, just just have fun with it. <laughs> It's fucking long, but like, you know. <laughs> I feel like my biggest concern is something will happen in like the first 15 minutes and I'll just be like, fuck this movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is it is kind of the thing. People are just kind of like championing it because like, oh, Zack Snyder, like, like Josh, like Zack Snyder's lucky Joss Whedon took all the flack for this movie because people just seem to be forgetting how much they didn't like Batman versus Superman. And they're just like, Zack Snyder's going to get to release his version and it's going to be good. And it's like, I'm not saying it's going to be good. And that's not the version that we would have gotten. So, but people are just, yeah. I was going to say, we talk about that with, with like the legion of, of Snyder fans, like whether or not the movie's good or bad, they're going to say it's a masterpiece. You know, that's coming, but there's also going to be the people that absolutely despise Snyder as a person and they're going to be like, this movie sucks. Even if they, even if they think it's good, you know what I mean? Just because people are going to stick to their morals. And then there's going to be people like us who are going to be somewhere in the middle. There's probably going to be things that we like, things that we don't like, and we'll, you know, we'll figure it out from there. And there's people who just want to fail. Oh yeah. For no reason. It just makes no sense. Oh yeah. I forgot to do this. So I'm going to read some, uh, I'm going to find some shorter one star reviews and we'll read it. I'll be back in one minute. Alright. It's perfect time to start then. This one is uh Oh no, we're not supposed to read one star reviews. I filtered it wrong. We're gonna read ten star reviews. Yeah, man, I need to hear some ten star reviews. No, I definitely do not want to add a ten star review. Thank you very much. <laughs> this one is entitled I Loved This Movie, all caps. Oh boy. Don't listen to the Marvel fans. This movie is great. 
tons of fun and lots of action. The characters are great and the story is fast paced. Well, it is fast paced, that's for sure. That is true. The Flash steals the show and Aquaman is no longer a joke. Batman and Wonder Woman are always great and Superman, well, you'll just have to see it for yourself. (laughs) You can't ask for a better time at the movies. All right, what WB intern wrote that? (laughs) That was written the day this movie came out. Wow. November 14, 2017 by Chris Clown. (laughs) Well, he does have Clown in his name, so that's appropriate. This one is is, uh, entitled Excellent Film. Was posted the day after that. Says, as both a Marvel and DC fan, this movie exceeded all of my expectations. Woo. Such a great hype and action-packed film. I loved every single character and how well they developed together. I would see this movie ten more times. The only flaws I saw in this movie was some CGI, but hey, not every movie is perfect. I mean, that's for sure. The visuals were awesome and was just an epic movie to sit and watch and bring to life finally. (laughs) Dear God. How are you going to say it's amazing and excellent and then go, well, not every movie's perfect. (laughs) Yeah. We'll we'll finish up with this one. uh, This is entitled Better the Second Time Around. I'm back. So, Better the second time around? Yeah. Oh, yeah, what were some good reviews that I missed? Definitely deserves 10 out of 10 stars when you're saying it was only good on the on a second viewing. It says, there's a lot that goes into how a film is perceived. This had a lot going against it for whatever reasons. I watched it when it first came out and felt like it was okay. Not bad, but not amazing. I just watched it again with my 8-year-old son and he said it was awesome. Yeah, it kind of was. <laughs> 10 out of 10 stars. <laughs> and always my favorite part of these reviews is at the bottom. It says, 21 out of 36 people found this helpful. <laughs> I will never oh, understand. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Who needs help in deciding whether or not they should watch a movie? People are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it comes down to. That's yeah, so wait. stupid. How'd you get how'd you get the house back from the bank? I bought the bank. It's like you could have just the bought bank. the fucking house. <laughs> no, he's Bruce Wayne. It's Bruce Wayne. He's yeah, gotta buy the bank. He's gotta buy it all. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> or hate you this know why don't you buy his mom a nice new house? No, but that's what you grew up in. Yeah, you she did kind of <laughs> <laughs> He could buy the bank and and, uh, <laughs> and get her her farm back, but he couldn't get Barry's dad off for the murder he didn't commit. Bro, there's only so much you could do, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we literally watched him break into a prison in the last movie. <laughs> 
He could just break in and take Barry's dad out. That'd be worse for Barry's dad. This voiceover is so stupid. I What's still want to know what what the fuck happened to Wayne Manor in this movie. <laughs> like, why it just is wasn't it used? Shambles. It wasn't why it's used. all like yeah, it wasn't used. He 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 like pretty much like ran it down, then moved well, over to the uh, penthouse. Well, I think uh, obviously we didn't get the explanation, but I think after Robin got killed, he kind of like lost all faith in what he was doing, and I think he just let like Wayne Manor go to shit. Mm-hmm. Look, I hate his run. I hate the way he throws his hands. Oh, the way the flash runs. Yeah. <laughs> All this woman does is deal with art thieves. <laughs> oh, boy. That was an experience. I do really like his plane. Oh, uh, Batman? Batman's jet. I think it looks cool. And we don't really have to wait for the... uh, I guess we'll just discuss the after credits scenes. (laughs) Because we got the Flash and Superman racing, which is... Right, right. It's a little fun, but... Then you have it is fun, but it's just the CG. The CG face just yeah, ruins awful. it. <laughs> it's oh my awful. god! <laughs> but we also have Deathstroke meeting up with Lex Luthor to form the Legion of Doom. Basically, I guess is right. where they're going with that. I think so. Yeah. Which I fucking I cannot stand Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. Yeah, me neither. Awful. Oh my god! Look at his face. I haven't seen this in so long. (laughs) I feel like, especially like this scene, like, yes, this is cool. It's a cool idea to have this scene. Um, But it's like when you uh, do reshoots to do it, like why why not just do a different scene (laughs) with different characters? this didn't exist, you know, like he, they did this just for fun. And and it's cool because it's, it's one flash into a race. It's like the race around the world. Yeah. Which is, oh my God, look at his face. Yeah, bro. It's pretty bad. Which is like, it's a, it's a fun thing from the comics, but it's like, you're doing it. Like you don't need to do it. You know, like you're just adding salt on the wound. Am I fast forwarding to the other after credit scene? No, nah, I mean, we could just talk about it real quick. Yeah. I mean, we basically we'll it, we'll did. It it's really a nothing scene. I think Deathstroke yeah. looks cool, but... Yeah. It was kind of, at the time, I was like, this movie wasn't that great. I thought, when I walked out, I was like, it was okay. And I, Bro, I still don't... Too. I don't think it's, like, a horrible pile of shit, like we said at the beginning. It's not this fucking clunky movie where there's complete scenes missing and shit and characters just disappear, but... I mean, it's just not, it's not great because it should have been like the Avengers. Like it should have been one of the biggest movies in history. And it was just kind of this like bargain basement superhero movie. I remember the post-credits scene of seeing Deathstroke really jacked me up. And then you quickly see Eisenberg and it goes right back down. But so, but I left. I was like, you know what? That wasn't that. I was like, Thomas, I'm like, that wasn't that bad. It was, you know, some pretty cool moments. 
I like I was like, yeah, yeah, all right, all right, all right. I can kind of like you know get behind it, and then you know reality kind of sets in, and you're obviously going into it with like really low expectations, so that's probably it too. And then I ended up seeing it in theaters three times, like oh, with God. a friend, and then with my my Woof. yeah. And I feel like I think after I left the third time, I'm just like, yeah, that was not good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, th- yeah, I, I also think, think I- it's too. Like people really pump up the uh, like lately. They've been like, "Oh, I've read the script for Affleck and and Manganiello's fucking Batman movie, and it was going to be amazing with Deathstroke." And it's like he looks cool as Deathstroke, but he is not the best actor in the world. <laughs> so I think if they did that, it wouldn't be amazing. But the thing is that Deathstroke doesn't have to be a good actor. Deathstroke is all about physicality. And I think Manganiello could bring a lot of physicality to that role and is a good enough actor to hold, you know, his own. So I, I think it would have been good. Plus, you would have had Affleck directing him originally. That's another thing that's just fucking bullshit. How that just, that whole Affleck's movie situation was uh, gone for a long time. and just kind of got got dragged. Yeah, man. It's like It's like, how do you have... You know, has someone like Affleck, who is a fantastic director, mm-hmm. and you just fuck all that up. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, that was like, and that was the big thing too, man. I remember like when all this was going on. I think we were all looking forward to his his Batman movie. That was that was like the, I think the main the main thing for this whole DC thing started. That was what everyone was excited about. And even if these movies weren't going to be that great, it's like that was kind of like your ace in the hole that you knew like you had that to work towards. Right, because but, like I think after. Because even though people didn't really like BBS, everyone, for the most part, was a fan of uh, Baffleck. Yeah. So it's like that should have been green lit, should have been pushed into production like right away. Yeah, they should have. Yeah, just a whole bunch of sh- oh, yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. It's like if you're going <sighs> to rush anything, rush a Batman movie and he doesn't have any superpowers. Like, you don't have to do all this amazing she doesn't have to go in outer space and shit <laughs> yeah and the, and the idea of batman versus deathstroke is just awesome like, yeah that would have been so cool it gets like it's grounded you know hand to hand fight shit so it would have been fun but you know yeah eh, not great bob nope <laughs> what might have been yeah well um what you call it he also said how um Maganel said how originally the like the ending of this was supposed to lead into the Batman, so I'm yeah. not sure if we will get that in here in um because I know he did reshoots too, right? But um, so we'll see. But like, there's a chance that we might kind of get a little bit more of an idea of like you know what we probably could have gotten. Yeah, it, yeah, it would be really cool. We're we're real well. When this comes out, we are literally days away from seeing that. So I know, I can't wait. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. But thank you so much for coming on, guys. This was awesome. No problem, man. Oh yeah, man. This was, a, this was a blast. I mean, I wish the movie was better, but it was still fun talking about it. <laughs> yeah, it's always good. It's it's always real good when the movie. It's it's kind of harder when the movie's good. That's true. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you actually like you're like has time. I'm just like kind of zoning off. I'm like, it's like, like I don't I just... have any shitty things to say about this film. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you just sitting there for two hours going, "That was cool. That was cool. Did yeah. you see that? That was awesome." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, why don't you tell everyone about your show and and where they can find you online? You can find us under your bed. Just kidding. <laughs> 
Um, so <laughs> we're always watching. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can find us online uh, on Instagram and at Twitter. Um, Instagram is FN Nerds. Twitter is FN underscore Nerds. You can also find us on YouTube at the FN Nerds Podcast. And uh, and yeah, I gave the contact information. So Nick, you can take it away. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, and for like our podcast, like obviously we do just a lot of like movie stuff. We do movie reviews, movie discussions. We do, uh, F and collection episodes where we basically pick a Blu-ray off the shelf and talk about it. And, uh, we just started a new thing called F and dailies, which we have, it's like a daily, like three to four minute, like show where we just talk about whatever news has dropped during the day. And yeah, man, just try to do as much as we can. Just talking about the stuff we love. Hmm. And they are awesome. I really like those daily videos you guys do. I think they're really cool. Oh, nice, man. Yeah, <laughs> we actually, um, as of now, obviously I don't know when it's going to be released, but as of now, we just wrapped up the first week of dailies. And so far, it's gotten a pretty good re- pretty good feedback. Um, people have really enjoyed them. We have really enjoyed doing them. So, yeah, definitely check out the FN dailies at on our Instagram or on our, or on our Twitter. They are a lot of fun. They're extremely over-the-top. <laughs> and they're ridiculous, but we try to make them as fun as possible while discussing relevant movie news that we find interesting. So definitely go check them out. I think you will like them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you like us, you'll definitely love them. They, uh, they mm. do great work. I can't wait to have you guys back on. We'll just do like a topic episode and just talk about movies in general. And uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, for sure, man. We're definitely going to talk about the Snyder Cut once that comes out. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for that. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, you can find this show on Twitter, FMBN Podcast. We are on Facebook and Instagram, FMBN, the number four, and the letter U. You can email the show, FMBN, the number four, and the letter U at gmail.com. We have a T Public store. It's tpublic.com forward slash FMBN. Um, yeah, and that'll do it. Join us cool. back here on Friday for uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters. That'll be a fun one. But yeah. Yeah, thanks again so much, guys, for coming on. This was a, this was a real blast. Awesome. Thank you for having us. Yeah, man. Thank you for having us. It was awesome. All right. So uh, I am Josh. I'm Nick. I am Martin. And this is the Four Nerds by Nerds podcast signing off. Stay, Stay nerdy, nerdy, my, my, my friends. friends. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's perfect. <laughs>